of, the, of this morning is, how can the church help in our community? Or, what does our church, you know, like, really, what does the church do in our community? And these are all good questions, and really, they're important questions. Last week, we talked about what does the church have to do with our country? How can, how can the church help the country or help us help the country? But in reality, our community impacts our living, our quality of life, and our, our experiences on an everyday basis. It's a far more immediate and direct impact than really the issues in the country. And so the question then is, is church really relevant? I mean, what value is church anyway, and how does church help us? Now, we're here in Calamo Township, and I realize we're talking to more people than what live in this community, but Calamo typically is thought of as a rural community, you can think of it as a farming community, but in truth, Calamo is more of a bedroom community. There's a lot of young families in Calamo that work someplace else. They like to live out in the country. They like the peace and quiet. They avoid the hustle and bustle. And so they, they enjoy living here. And so how does the church fit into this? How, how does the church help people? How, do the, how does the church help people find Jesus? And so, if you would, for just a moment, uh, this is a uh, going on as a premiere on Facebook and YouTube. If you'd put your thoughts in the chat box, if you if you would share with us your thoughts, um, what do you see as the needs of this community, or what would you like to see in our community or your own community? Um, yeah, we're going to focus on Calamo and. In Calamo, being a little bit remote might be a little bit different than other places, but my suspicion is that most every concern that we have in our area applies to everywhere. There's just some unique challenges that in a rural area where people are a little bit further spread apart. And whatever you put in your chat box in your, on, on your screen there, I'll read it and I will respond to you as best I can. Well, last week we talked about how the church was relevant in, in our country. And we talked about what the church was. The church is not a building, it's a group of people. A group of imperfect people that are striving to follow Jesus. And so as such, it's not as much a, of a social club as it is a support group. A support group of imperfect people trying to help each other. A group of people that together are stronger than any one of us alone and together a force for good in our country. And today we're gonna to talk about in our community, a force to help each other and support each other. I, I firmly believe that the church can be a very positive influence in our community. And to kind of help see how church fits in or can fit in, let's look at history. If we go back to biblical times, and so we're talking about well, anywhere from say a thousand years before Christ to through the, the years of Christ's life, the church, or the, they called it the synagogue in, in there, um, was the center of society. It was a social center, it was a religious center. The priests were really the doctors of the time. So it was a healing center. And to be kicked out of the, the church or to not be a part of the church was devastating because that's, that was the center of, of everything. Now, if we move to early America, we're talking about colonial times, um, 
what we see is the early church in America did the same, pretty well much the same function. That was where people met, that's where people found uh, potential employment. The, the term Sunday school, I, was, uh, I learned some time ago, a short time ago, that um, Sunday school was a place where people went to learn to read and write. Sure, they were reading and writing about the Bible, but they were learning to read and write to help them in their daily lives. And so what we find is the church in early America was helping people. It was meeting people's needs. And so in those times, the church was in a unique position. And today, to an extent, we can say that maybe the church has gotten a little bit lost, right? We've kind of forgotten how to help people where they are, to, to help people with their lives. Yes, the church promises salvation, Sometimes we're not quite so good at communicating the powerful message of love that Jesus Christ commissioned us with, and that is to share the good news and to care for our neighbors. Sometimes, sometimes we just don't do as good a job as we can could at that. And as we look around, our society has gotten isolated. I commented that Calamo is a great place to live, but people live a little bit further apart, and so people tend to get isolated. People like the quiet of the country, but they don't want to be isolated. They, they'd like to see people. And so today, the church, the today's church is uniquely positioned to help our community, to help our folks in the, in the community. And like I say, you can look at people today and they can go to workplaces and they can get some support. They can get some things in workplaces, but Probably most often the workplace is a place where you go to work and then you just come home. School, the school's job is to teach people the, the, their lessons and stuff. They don't really go into a lot of the values of life and in helping people. Government, government's pretty well much, well, you know how government is. But we have the township folks, they, they try to take care of those issues. We have county, state, and federal officials, but they really don't, aren't going out of their way to help people and get to know people. And so the church is uniquely positioned to not only share the good news, and that is Jesus Christ's love for all of us, but to care for our neighbors, to help one another, not for to get ourselves ahead, but for their sake, to help somebody just so that they can for their own benefit. And so then the question becomes, how can the church be this positive influence in our community? How can we touch people? And so I would submit to you that um, the church is in that unique position because one of our mottos that we've used lately is neighbors meeting neighbors because we can be a powerful force to give people a, a way and a place to meet one another, uh, for us to meet them. A place where once we get to know each other better, then we can encourage and support one another. At, at Calamo, we have a food pantry. We try to supply uh, food for folks that, that quite frankly, are, are, are short on, a little bit short on uh, food and stuff. Um, we, we go into Shalott and we support the Siren Shelter, which is a, a homeless shelter or an abused family situation shelter. Um, so the church encourages us to be nice 
just because Jesus asks us to and to not expect things in return. So today what we're doing is really just the tip of the iceberg. There's much more we can be doing and we need to listen. We need to go into the community. So now I'd like for you to do is take a moment in your chat box and, and share us your thoughts. You know, how can the church make a more positive influence on our community, the community you live in? Um, share that because it helps us understand what we can do better and also um, it gives us a chance to reply and I will read every response you put and I will respond and 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 see if we can't grow and learn together. Now we can look to the Bible for insights on how community plays in all of this. And I'd like to start with Leviticus 19. Leviticus 19 goes way back to Moses' time, and this is the law, the law that God handed down to Moses, you know, at the time of the Ten Commandments. And so if you were to read, I encourage you to read Leviticus 19 in, in your own personal devotion time. Um, and if you don't have a, a Bible handy, let me know and I can get you those words or, or I can get you a Bible for that matter. But for instance, some of the uh, key points of, of uh, Leviticus chapter 19 are do not steal, do not lie, don't swear, don't slander, don't hate, and don't take vengeance. And so these are the kinds of standards that, that we are called to as, as God's people, as Christians, to do, to, to be. Um, some other places in the Bible where we can see some key things. The book of Ruth is a fascinating read, um, but specifically in Ruth chapters 1 and 2, we have the story of the mom, Naomi, she got widowed, her uh, husband and sons died, and so her daughter-in-law, Ruth, stayed with her and helped her and, and refused to leave her because she wanted to support Naomi. And then we have Boaz come into the picture, and, and Boaz was very kindly towards Ruth. And so what we, what we see in that story is people helping one another and these were the, uh, the uh, ancestors of Jesus himself. And so it's just kind of interesting how neighborly they were. We can go to uh, 2 Kings chapter 4, verses 8 to 17. And here we have the story of Elisha and a widow. And Elisha was, happened to be traveling by this widow's house uh, frequently. And she saw that, and she recognized him as a, as a prophet, and so she made him a place so he could rest and eat on his travels. And so the widow, this widow, showed Elisha kindness, and then Elisha, in turn, showed her the kindness. She was an older woman with an older husband, and in that day and time, your sons um, were your social security program, and they had no kids. And so Elisha gave them the gift of a son through, uh, through conception and all that. So he returned her kindness with that kindness. And so it's another case of 
he was doing what he could to help a neighbor, if you will. In Mark chapter 2, uh, there's a story where Jesus was teaching at, at, at someone's house and there was a cripple and his friends cut a hole in the roof of the house and, and dropped this guy uh, down in front of Jesus to get healed. And so, and Jesus did heal the, the cripple. And so we hear these friends loving their friends so much that they took him to Jesus and then Jesus caring so much for them that he helped them. But perhaps the most dramatic description of, of community and neighbors in the, in the Bible would be in Acts chapter 2, around verse 42, and that's the early uh, church where they, they uh, devoted themselves to living together and caring for one another. And it's probably a little bit of utopia. I'm not sure how long this lasted. But what we have is they spent much time together in the temple. They broke bread at home, ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And so we have this, this, um, this wonderful story of, of how Christ would like us to live. And so when we look at our community, be it Calamo, be it any other community, where we can help one another and be glad to see one another and if nothing else just talk see how somebody's day is going and if they had a rough day let them vent listen to them and say and and, 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 and pray with them and and, and uh, be be that loving neighbor for them and so to wrap all this up i firmly believe that the church is in a unique position to help out our community with Jesus as our Lord and Savior and as our role model, he lifts us to a higher standard of loving God and caring for our neighbors and doing things to help people and not just to benefit ourselves, being a positive, inner, <laughs> positive influence in our community. And so now, again, I would like to uh, 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 ask that you go in your chat box and and, uh, and write your thoughts. What do you think? Um, how do you see ways that the church can help the community? What do you think about what I've said? You know, let's, let's work this together and uh, we, will, we will go forward. And I submit to you that together, as a community of people, we are stronger than any one of us on our own. And so we can make a huge difference in our country, sure, but in our community for sure. God is great. Amen. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for these words that come to us from the Bible, the example of Jesus. And Lord, we pray that you take my words and transform them in each one of our hearts so that we hear the message that you want us to hear, that we feel the warmth of your love in our hearts, and we feel the transforming power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We pray this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Well, let's talk. We've been, I've been trying to encourage uh, you to, to use that chat box, but, but let's talk. Uh, call me, text me, uh, email me, or put a note in the chat box. And uh, let's, let's talk about how we can, um, how we can uh, be a positive influence in this community. And again, next Sunday, we're going to talk about how to move from hurt to lament, to hope 
in that's the section of the Bible. It's, it's the laments. It's the most of the Psalms are, are laments. And so we're going to talk about how we can move from hurt, how we can share our hurt with God and then move on to healing. Amen. So now let's move to our prayer time and let's pray. Let's pray. There's, there's many things to pray for. You know, we've been